1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
0: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at
1: that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
0: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, I got the
1: thumbs up. That means we start... Now, three two one. What's up, Al?
0: Oh, hi there, Jerry. I did end up last night watching that uh, We Are the World documentary. Oh, cool. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want to give anything away or anything, but I will say it was worth it. It was interesting to me. It was, uh, they had good footage. Uh, and then they also, you know, talked to some people today that were... Around that like Bruce Springsteen is in it today. Right. Talking about his experience. is Lionel Richie in it today? Lionel Richie's in it today. Sheila E. Wow. They interview. Yeah. Uh so a couple of things I wasn't aware of with it. And uh so that was fun. The, the Bob Dylan stuff is very interesting, and I know you like Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. so that'll be um intriguing, okay. I, I think, for you, Jerry. Yep. And it's also cool, just like man, like the that era of the 1980s, like that was 1985. Mm-hmm. Man, there were some cool music, like just a ton of hits. Yeah. From a wide variety of people, which I don't think we All get. different genres. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Huey Lewis. Yep. Like Huey Lewis, Bruce Springsteen, then you have Cindy Lauper, Madonna was huge, yep. Prince, Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie. There's some of the greats of all time. Yeah. Then they even had like Kenny Rogers, right? So it was a different genre. It was just, I feel like I feel like the record charts back then looked a lot different as far as variety than it does. Today, it just feels like... It's different. Yeah. It's just, you. I don't think you're not interested
1: in a lot of the music today. Right. And that's kind of part of it. I mean, you can make the case that there's more artists and platinum selling artists than ever now um, based on Spotify and Apple Music and the way we consume it now, but... It, it's just different. Uh, there's no
0: other way to say it. Yeah, and music is one of those weird things. Like, it happens to every generation where you look back and go, "Oh no, that was." Like I'm sure in the 1980s when I was rocking out to Huey Lewis you and Zizi, our Tom, parents
1: thought Dion was amazing right. with the Turtles and yeah. the right. This the is four no Tops.
0: Yeah, this is no Elvis. I'll tell you that right, right now, for sure.
1: You know, I think that's very true. So, I think that's true with sports teams too. Yeah. You know, greatest of all time, Patrick Mahomes. Really? Because growing up, it was Joe Montana. And before that, it was Jim Brown. You know, for me, it was Barry Sanders. It's all, there's all recency bias with all of it.
0: It it is also true, I think, with music, they say that the music that stays with you, even if you're somebody who, like, I still listen to new music. I don't listen to pop music, but new, like, Green Day has a new record out. Foo Fighters always put stuff out. and So I do listen to new music. But... The music that is your core is your high school years. Mm-hmm. You think that's true that. for you?
1: It is. Yeah. No, it definitely is because you're talking for me, mm, maybe a little bit more beyond that, but it certainly started in high school yeah. because, you know, we were talking early 90s. So, yeah, there, even though I was never a big Nirvana fan, the Nirvanas of the world, Pearl Jam, starting there, um, the Chili Peppers, yes, those are still that is still the type of music that I prefer to any other
0: I need a documentary maybe there is one out there that shows like the shift in the shift to when Nirvana hit and how that shifted how everything shifted after that like mm-hmm. I I want to know like that far- style of music yeah just like how how radio started playing it that's what I'm curious about right because prior to that you know k-rock was running uh it was Howard Stern all morning classic rock all mm-hmm. day mm-hmm and they flipped at one point in the 90s mm-hmm. to alternative music. But by that point, there were so many bands that right. you could fill out. How did out... they
1: become popular?
0: Yeah, but you could fill out a, a radio station because it wasn't just Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. And there was a ton of them, yeah. right? And right. That, there that, were. That you could then have a whole And a lot of genre. them had similar sounds.
1: Yeah. Not all of them, but some of them had similar sounds. Some of them very unique. Like as soon as you started playing that new Billy Joel song this morning. It sounded like Billy Joel. It sounded like a Billy Joel song. There are certain
0: bands that just sound like them. Yes. You know? Yeah, I like when a band has a signature guitar sound. Okay. Like you can tell like a Keith Richards, Stones guitar. Mm-hmm. Because they're even tuned differently. They, they they tune them differently. It's like Zeppelin, that's a similar thing. Van Halen. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> I wish I could play the guitar. Man, I tried so many different times. Oh, really? You ever get lessons? I did. When I was living in Basking Ridge, I went for lessons. It's just, just, Jerry, I can't get my fingers. Like, there's. I can't get my fingers on the correct strings without touching the other strings. And that's
1: what's so amazing when you see them, the greats do it so flawless and effortlessly.
0: Especially, like, Jerry Garcia had stubby fingers. How are you not touching all the other
1: I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't figure out, and you can you can explain this better than I can. I can't figure out how you play the piano. With um, It's not, I mean, on one hand, I get it because I can type without looking. So yeah. I do understand right. that. Right. That's what you got to get to. But God damn, there's a lot of them all in, all in a row, at least with the typewriter. I've got three rows of keys. There's not, it's really not that much, I guess. You'd say the same thing about the piano. I look at the piano, like, oh, oh my God.
0: Yeah. What's well, funny, too, with the typewriter, like, knowing, you know, keyboards yeah. and stuff, you ever, like, without looking, you put your hand down, you just start typing, yes. and you look up, and it's complete nonsense, because you're one key off? Uh, sometimes I've done that, sure. Occasionally.
1: Sure, yes. I, especially when you get a different keyboard Yeah.
0: that's set up
1: slightly different than what you're used to. Absolutely. Yeah. That is very you're true. You're right,
0: though. We did get to that point somehow.
1: Yes. And I think you could get, you know... I. I Do I think you could become a master guitarist? No. No. Could you get to be a competent player on a Saturday night strumming as people are walking by? Yeah, you probably could if you had the proper instruction
0: and training
1: and repetitions.
0: Well, that's why I went to the piano because I couldn't get my fingers properly on the guitar strings. So there were certain chords that are in a lot of songs that the fingering looks insane. It's just not working for you. Where on the piano, it's not, it's, it's. It's all in the same little. I don't know. And it's then just, you got
1: some of the greats that do it over their head, behind their yeah. head. Like, what the
0: hell? Not only that, I'd say like a guy like Eddie Van Halen who plays uh, the uh, guitar like a crazy horse. Then all of a sudden decides, Mom will play the piano, keyboard, yeah. same in the, with the same. Very musically talented. Yeah, very musically very talented. Very musically talented. I think that's the thing. Like, if you know how to play an instrument really well, you could probably. Move to other things. Right, you got
1: the baseline knowledge of what it's supposed to sound like.
0: Although I heard if you try to like play a horn, like it blows your lips out. Okay. Like it, like you will like have damaged the lips in the early. Now they say like your fingers callous with the guitar. Sure. That your lips get blowed out.
1: Well, let's not uh, blow out
0: any horns. Yeah, like if I showed up one day with just blown out lips, you might be like, "He's trying to learn the trumpet." Let him live. Either that or he's sucking on cucumbers too hard. Or doing that. Yeah. Well, it's one or the other. (laughs) This owes the mentalist who is in, Jerry. Yeah. I'm really thrown off. I was too. I'm thrown off because... I'm more thrown off that Eddie's not impressed by him. Like, it's really bugging me. Wow. Who cares? We all have our things. No, but, but to say he must... Yes, he must have a system, but... There's also got to be some part of him, I do believe this, that has to be able to read my mind. It has to. You can't say to somebody, pick a number between one and a hundred. Al, I'm with you. And just by looking at me, and I think in my head, 73, and then you wrote down 73, like... I feel like I can not explain,
1: but I can understand or at least comprehend a few of the things that he did Yeah, I really do. But there's just like I said on the show, there's a couple of them that are beyond
0: my comprehension. Yeah. that simply don't make sense to me. They just don't. So I think maybe I'll go on YouTube today and see if I could find like a, a debunking situation. Yeah, yeah. For I'm that. sure
1: there, I'm sure there's videos out there that will show you how it's done. Doesn't mean everybody can do it. Doesn't mean it's easy. I'm sure there is some sense of reading body language and facial expressions, yeah. but we're talking about pinpointing. A number one, you're, it's a one percent chance that he. And listen, I could have been a complete tool bag when I said Drew Pearson. I could have been, no, 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 I was thinking Michael Irvin, same eighty eight. I could, have, but that's not what I was thinking. That's not what. Yeah, I.
0: I would say if you are if you are a guy who has a hard time meeting women, if you could figure out a couple of these magic type situations, and you show up to a bar, oh, or a you party. It would be amazing.
1: Yeah. So Uh, hell of a way. It's a great icebreaker, and then you could
0: wow them. Yeah, why didn't I try to do that? I don't know. Years ago.
1: It's not too late. You're only 54.
0: Well, uh, I have a girlfriend, Jerry. Oh, true. But I'm saying, like, when I was, like, in my 20s and I couldn't get anything going on. You want to take magic lessons? Yeah. Uh, Yes, I do. Would you like to see a trick? No. Get away from me, you creep. Like, if I went up to a, a girl in a bar when I was, like, 25... A smoking hot chick, because you could approach them if you have a skill. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, I'm thinking of a number between uh, write it down and I have it written down. That girl would be talking to me all night long. Probably. Right? Because it's interesting. You might mesmerize her. Yeah. Like, I couldn't. I'm sitting there staring at this guy like, how the hell is he doing this? Right. I Because I, mesmer- I
1: do agree that there are explanations for them.
0: Now, let me ask you this. What they are, I don't know. Oz is married, he he told me. Okay. So you think he tells his wife this? What? how he does this? And then if so, what if there's a divorce in the future? And all of a sudden, she's revealing all secrets. It's a good question. Right? You should have asked them. You had him here. Yeah, I'm just thinking of it now.
1: Or if he breaks up with his, his co-worker.
0: Right. Right, his friend here. His friend came in with him. He's also in the magic industry. Yeah. I'm sure they all share things. So like, maybe
1: there's something going on all I know is I'm I'm fine just being fascinated by it yeah I don't necessarily need to feel like I got to get to the bottom of it it's a it's it's entertainment it's really cool it's hard to do don't know how he does it don't care I thought it was great
0: I was telling the uh, the one guy who was here with him his friend I was telling him about Craig when Craig was trying to get into doing magic sure and Craig used to go to the magic store in the city he and his kids were, were trying to learn magic and Craig did know some card tricks yes he did and then craig would occasionally do which i loved if we were going like like we're heading to the super bowl so there might be a place where there's a big dinner where craig would have the restaurant put a bowl of like oranges on the table that so when people get there there's just you know it's a, and craig would put a card into a orange he would slice the orange thinly and put a card And somehow get into it just randomly while at dinner, and then someone would open the orange with the the card. It was really cool. But you knew how he was doing it. I knew how he was doing that part, but so many other things are just... Craig was always
1: great for the icebreakers
0: Yeah, when we were out. With threats to our
1: nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: What do you think would be more impressive to picking up chicks, Jerry? Magic, but like where you can go in a bar. Um... Being able to play an acoustic guitar that happens to be laying around. Piano. Mm. Or impressions.
1: I think the piano. Really? I do. I think there's something about if you're out and you jump on the piano, it's a sing-along type of instrument. People gather around it. I mean, you make the case for the guitar, too, sitting around the fireplace and just strumming. That yeah. as well. So there's something very elegant and very cool about playing the piano well. Yeah. So I would choose the piano.
0: It's interesting on YouTube to see people, guys who play the piano really well that are poorly dressed. I like that combination because you'll see a guy sitting at a beautiful piano in a beautiful room. He's got like work boots, a hoodie. That looks like... He's got a tuxedo. Yeah, yeah. Like that guy, you wouldn't expect to be at a beautiful instrument like sure. that. I see videos of this guy on YouTube. I think his name is Will Cullen. He uh, just goes around college cities with uh, college towns with his guitar and just waits, looks for girls just sitting down. Groups of girls are one. He'll just sit down and, hey, may I play you a song? Give me a song. Who who do you like right now? The girl will be like, Morgan Wallen. Oh, I love Morgan Wallen. Give, Give me a Morgan Wallen song. And She'll give a song and he just starts playing it. Knows how to play it talented. and knows the lyrics.
1: Yeah, talented.
0: Talented.
1: Well, there's songs you know the lyrics of, too. I mean, yeah. I mean, sure, again, he knows apparently a big... So he must really practice a lot. Right. He must have a big uh, library of knowledge in his mind, a big catalog. But, I mean, you you know your share, too.
0: Yeah. There's also something about, like, you know, Sour Shoes, who calls in yes, here sometimes. Yep. So he calls Howard Stern a lot, and, and he... Is oh he has a keyboard and mm-hmm. he can play anything. There's something too. There's like a part of the brain that controls music, right? Mm-hmm. Like it has to be, because there's some people that just have a knack for it. The same way, the same way there are gifted athletes. Yeah, you know, we all. You would like to think we all do something well, but how do we find it? What if we aren't I doing don't anything well right now? How do we? How do we figure you, out what our thing is? Do you feel like you're falling in that category. <laughs> I feel like you're probing me now for. <laughs> What do I do well? How do I get out, Jerry? <laughs> yeah, like, well, how do we know? I guess you got to pick up a guitar every now and then. You got to... Sure. Um, Experience. You got to grab a deck of cards and see if you could do some tricks. Experience is everything in life. That's and, why
1: I always love telling the story about, which we, which we have, Yeah, about how my son did the ventriloquism. Yeah. Did it in front of a few hundred people and then dropped it. It was like, all right, I'm good. I did it. Right, what's next? He did his
0: ventriloquism. Like, Man, he, dude, right. you don't want to stick with this? No, I'm good. He could okay. have become a modern day ventriloquist. He could. I mean, yeah. I he did that right before
1: the pandemic. I believe it was in eighteen. I think it was in nineteen. I think I want to say it was April of nineteen. I think. If he would have stuck with that, now in twenty twenty four, I probably I could probably be booking him at parties and stuff. Yeah,
0: like for real. He'd be five years into being a ventriloquist. Yeah. Like he got, he got good
1: at it. Yeah and he's not shy in front of a crowd nothing phases him
0: he would have been good at it but he did it accomplished it moving on and now he's moving on to the next thing he didn't yeah. want to he didn't want to put a lot of time into that was you i guess,
1: i guess he just got tired of it yeah you know now
0: he's putting all his time in the golf you know i mean he's right. changed his interests that's the thing this you really got to pick something that you're going to work on because otherwise like there in order to become really good at something, you can't have multiple things. True. Right? Though I don't want to burn him
1: out on anything either. Yeah. I told him by sophomore year, pick one thing. But right now, keep it open. You know, I just, I don't want to, too much baseball, he's not going to want to play. Too much golf, I don't want to grind him into the ground there. But you're right. You want to become an expert or a pro or you got to put the time in from yeah. a very young age. And I've never been one to just like I just don't want to grind the kids into the ground and and lose the the enjoyment of it, right? That's been me anyway.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's the right move, mm-hmm. Jerry. When I say the phrase journaling, does that mean anything? Journaling, again?
1: journaling. I have no idea what that
0: means. Like if I say Jerry, Jerry, do you journal? Would you, you mean know? like write? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I've write- never heard
1: anyone say that before.
0: Well, you've not Are been you around journaling? a lot of sophisticated people like myself journaling like where you are writing down things mm-hmm. not to share with anyone yeah just to for yourself yes self reflective. Mm-hmm. i did that for three years you did mm-hmm. how often would you write every night you would yes
1: and what, i did it because my heart doctor told me you remember going back to wow. 2017 yeah when I had the, my doctor sent me to the emergency room, didn't like the way my heart was beating um, on a, a Wednesday or whatever. I was supposed to work all week with Boomer and Mark, Mark told me to stay home um, when I went to the, see the, the heart doctor. Wow. And they, they told me, the cardiologist, he told me uh, after I had gone to the hospital, everything checked out, I, but I had to follow up. Um, went through a battery of tests. Everything was okay, but the doctor thought I was operating under a high stress level, which I was, mm-hmm. um, and told me to try and relieve some of that stress to write every night. So I did it and I actually enjoyed doing it for a while and I actually stopped doing it during the, ironically enough, when you would think people would do it, I stopped doing it during the pandemic. Actually. Would you write by hand or type? Oh, by hand. Really? Oh yeah. In a book. Yeah, I actually just ripped all those up. I had little black books. Mm -hmm. Um, And I read some of them. It's crazy, like where your mind is. Yeah. Um, But I stopped in, I'll tell you, actually, when I stopped, it was right after Matthew had a seizure and it was in between that day and before he had a surgery, somewhere in like April or May, I stopped.
0: Yeah, I did it for about three years. And you were doing it around the same time every day? For the most part, I mean, I would miss a night here and there. Yeah. But yeah, it was usually when I would
1: uh, go to bed, which was earlier than everybody else, Um, before I would go to sleep, I'd write sometimes a paragraph, sometimes five pages Yeah, some crap that happened during the day, stuff that drove
0: me nuts, things I liked. Yeah, 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 I did do that. And you felt like you got something out of that. I, I don't know. Not
1: sure. I don't know. Sometimes it felt good to just get it out there, even though it's not off your chest to anybody else, you're kind of expressing it. Um, did it help me? I don't. I honestly think what helped me was stopping to do the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, you. This is what I was right after stressed out. Craig uh, yeah. had his issues and was gone.
1: Yeah, I feel much more equipped to do something like that now. If I had to, because if you remember at the time, I had only started recently, really doing shows. Like pff, crap, I went a decade without hosting shows, and then I started very little, little by little, filling in for them, but not much. And then it went zero to 60 to you're in the chair every day until we tell you you're not. And it was hard. It was, I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. You know, lost hair. <laughs> took lost a very, v- very deep breath at 10 o'clock every yeah. morning. And I'm sure you remember that. It was tough. Yeah. Got into a rhythm. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. But it took me, I, I, all kidding aside, about as about the time G was named is when I finally started feeling comfortable. Like you there's know? an end. Maybe but that's why yeah. or because maybe that no, I think just having done it. Oh the reps. I you know what I felt comfortable was during that Yankee run against the Astros. It felt easy. And then that ended and it got a little more difficult, but I felt more comfortable doing it. Oh, for six weeks. And that's when I ended up in the hospital. I remember I think it was like early October. I I'm pretty sure, or maybe even yeah. late October was when I went to the hospital for really nothing, as it turned out. Well, you didn't know. Except for stress. Yeah. A lot of stress. Right. Stress
0: makes you think you're having a heart attack.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is very true. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember sitting there thinking, what the hell are we doing? Four hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. What do we do? And then, you know, I'd have it all laid out, and Boomer would run through everything by 630, and I didn't know what to do for the next three hours.
0: What else you got here?
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. Um, I'm going to try this journaling thing. Okay. I did yesterday my first one, but there's an app on the iPad called Journal, I believe mm-hmm. it's called, where you can... Uh, oh, it's a creative name. <laughs> yes. And it even like, if you don't have any, I guess the purpose is to do it every day. Yeah, yeah. So there's even like, if you go on there and you don't have anything to write about, it it will pop up a question. Okay. To get you started. But I'm going to give it a shot and see if this is uh, uh, helps me think through life.
1: I think it will. Yeah. I mean, I think you will. Sometimes I think it's eye-opening to put something down on paper or into a document or whatever and then read it back. Yeah. And kind of see what you – and not necessarily at that time. Maybe a week later, maybe a month later to kind of go back and revisit where you were and what you were thinking and how come on this day I was so sick of sports. But on this day – I actually enjoyed talking about blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or Eddie annoyed me one day. The next day I thought he was the greatest guy in the world. Whatever the case may be. I think it's good to go back and look. And maybe you find patterns to stuff.
0: Yeah, maybe. My uh, the, the reason why I, I did this one, and I this was my journal entry yesterday, was about what I'm trying to do is like, so I know the Vegas trip for me is, is, is I'm a weird person with that stuff. I'm not a big traveler. I don't like being out of my comfort zone all these things, but thinking about it and looking at it, the reality is you've got to be a crazy person not to be looking forward to this. Right. Right? So I wanted to write down all the great things about it mm-hmm. and, and you know, to see if that helps. It helped when I was done with it yesterday. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm a I was, pretty lucky guy. Yeah. Like, really? Like, when you write it down, like, wow. like This is what I mean. Like, right. Well, there, well this would be a situation... That when retirement hits or whatever, you go, wow, yeah. Oh, I got to go to Vegas, got to go to a Super Bowl, got paid to talk about the Super Bowl. You know, they put us up at a really nice hotel I didn't pay for. You know what I mean? Like what you, and again, like uh, high school Al is going to the Super Bowl. Right. Come on. But, yes, wake up. Right. So I want to train my brain to enjoy these experiences prior to going into it. Because yeah. I, if I go in blindly, I'll, I think you think too much about them.
1: Yeah. Like to me, get it off your mind. Yeah. Like if I, all getting aside, if I really sat there and thought about like my weekend coming up, my head would explode. Oh,
0: I know. That's what I understand. Like when I think about your weekend, I can't believe how it doesn't appear to affect you. I don't you. think about it in
1: advance i I just think one step at a time like i know like in my head i'm not gonna lie to you today i gotta go drive down to philadelphia right after i'm done here then i'm gonna come home and i'm gonna pick up my kids we're gonna go play golf i'm gonna get home i'm gonna take a shower and i'm going to bed at six o'clock tonight i'm gonna wake up tomorrow i have to go straight to get a haircut at noon because we're gonna be away next week and i'm gonna miss my haircut i want to make sure everything's okay trim it up yep go for a haircut at noon get home Pack for a Rutgers trip, get on a plane Friday afternoon, go to Ann Arbor, do a game Saturday at 4, hopefully be home by like 11 p.m. Saturday night, set my alarm for 5.30, pack, get to Eddie's house by 8.30, and then meet you guys at the airport. But if, if I think about all of that, oof, I don't. Right now in my head, go to Philadelphia. Right. Just take That's one to the way to do I'm it looking look, forward to golf today. I'm not even thinking about Tomorrow. I know we're going to Vegas. I will worry about that when we get there. Right now, I'm
0: yeah, good. I'm always amazed. Like when I go, whoa, 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 "Whoa, who's Rutgers got this weekend?" And you're like, hmm, "I think we're going to Iowa." I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> God, Jerry! I'd be locked in." Like, "Oh my God, I can't believe I got to go to Iowa."
1: <laughs> yeah, but you, the one thing about that though that's tricky or works to my advantage is there the airport is completely cut out of the equation, which is where a lot of the stress you're comes right. in. That is a big stressor. Like I literally tomorrow will. Get home after my haircut at one. I'll pack. I'm out the door at one forty. Get to Rutgers. Get on the bus. They take my luggage. My only responsibility is getting off the bus and walking up the steps to the plane. Like that's it. Yeah. There's no got to park and figure out where. And I got to be two hours before. Is security going to be crazy? What am I going to do waiting for the plane to buy? I don't have
0: to worry about any of that. So. Yeah. You're right, that is, the big, that is a big stressor.
1: Makes it a lot, just like Sunday morning is going to be much easier not going to the actual, it's just, right. it's better.
0: It is better, Jerry. Yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. All right. Uh, tomorrow, you'll I'm be back. back here at uh, 5 a.m. NBA edition of Cool Games. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, uh, Jerry, uh, Trailblazers, Jazz, is this a cool game? Because I, I have no idea. I don't know anybody on these teams, Al, Jerry. give me one guy from each
1: team. <laughs> mm, Damian Lillard. <laughs> well, he's not on the Portland
0: Blazers anymore. Where did he
1: go? Oh god, he's on the Bucks now. Did oh, you right. not see at all? No, no,
0: I heard that. Definitely that Milwaukee Bucks. Yes.
1: So